Hello, DTB community. I am Bob Demena, and here with me, as always, is the incredibly salubrious Elliot Shibley. Each week, we like to bring you insight from travel authors, adventurers, conservationists, digital nomads, tour guides, and some of our very own personal travel experiences. Before we get into it today, today is the Travel Bites episode where we bring uh, travel news that we found really interesting from the previous month. If you're listening to this and you yourself have an interesting travel article or information you'd like us to share on the podcast, please let us know and we will share it. We'll give you a shout out and you can send those articles to either thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or send us a direct message on our Instagram page at thetravelersblueprint. All right. This month's Travel Bites, we've got an airline worker with some uh, poor choice of words into how that happened and what happened. A cheated what? With a poor choice of words of how that happened and what happened. We'll get into it later. Yeah. No need to now. Uh, we've got a cheetah kill in Kenya. We got Michael Bay in Italy. We have uh, what happened to Southwest. We're trying to figure out what happened to Southwest this past month. Corrupted files at the FFA or FAA. And we've got some an update on drug cartel in Mexico. A plane crash in Nepal. And lastly, a very saddening story about Pokemon. And travel tip of the week is that you should create one large Google map through my places. And Bob and I do this for pretty much every trip we take and add every single landmark, restaurant, tour, hike, hotel that you want to see. And then you can actually build your trip out and make an additional layer for each day. And Google Google actually had a Google Trips version of this that helped you plan out. Uh, you could select all your landmarks and then it would help you plan it out based on the time it took to either drive or walk to each landmark. But it is really, really practical if you're trying to plan out your daily itinerary. And then it's really easy to move things around if you want to shift your days. And check out the TTB website to purchase our course if you want help on this. Lastly, please consider some of the other awesome travel products we offer. How do you organize and plan your trip? So if you like to keep your trip organized like we do, you can use the travel journal and planner that we developed for our very own personal travel experiences. This will allow you to record things like the dates, the budget, the top destinations, the currency exchange rate, the time difference. It has a fillable calendar and it provides you the ability to write out your entire itinerary by the hour. In addition to that, it has a place to store reservation information, a packing list, a to-do list. And then at the very back, it offers you space to journal about your trip. You can find this travel journal planner on our products page, and once you download it, you have it forever, and you can reprint and refill it out for every trip you have moving forward. Now, if you do decide to purchase this, we encourage you to reach out to us with any tips to make it better. To help compile all of your info for the journal slash planner, we turned ourselves into cartoons to create a five-part video course that provides a step-by-step -step process to create the ultimate itinerary, including number one, navigation, number two, booking airfare, number three, blogs, research, and reviews, number four, itinerary building, and number five, safety, cultural norms, and thoughtful travel. The goal of this video tutorial is so that you can become your own personal travel agent and learn how to be planned efficient trips now and forever, all the while saving you money to splurge on a nice meal or first-class seat for your next adventure. Yeah, and now, so if you still think that planning your trip is a little bit too much or you just don't have time to sit down and actually do it, I can personally plan your trip for you using all the information that we just mentioned. If you're interested in this, please send me an email at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or visit our services pages on our website, and we can meet over Zoom to discuss the details of your trip.
You want to contribute to the podcast? If you work in the travel industry, you can join us for a travel roundtable discussion by submitting your information through the TAT form on our website. You can also send us a travel article via direct message or at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com for the monthly Travel Bites episode. Support us by wearing us. Go to redbubble.com to find awesome gear and merchandise of the Traveler's Blueprint. Some of the cost comes directly to us to help support the podcast. We definitely recommend the hoodie and the hat and maybe a sticker or a travel mug. Whether you purchase a product from us or just want to learn about travel alongside us as we interview our guests, know that we greatly value your support as a listener of the show. Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. Okay, first article of the day. Um, this Alabama airline worker was. Killed. Did you try to say that with a southern accent? I it was all by accident. Uh, it did come off like that though, didn't it? It did, yeah. Uh, but on on a more serious note, the an airline worker was killed um, in Alabama, an American Airlines worker, by quote being ingested into the engine of the airplane pretty intense um pretty intense way to go yeah and i don't i i usually there are cones precautions lots of safety measures taken to prevent that happening and the national transportation safety board again quoted that it would they were ingested into the engine of the plane which doesn't seem like the best choice of words for someone that had just been killed in a airline related accident but yeah it's it's surprising that this happened in the United States. When I first yes. re read this article, I was really surprised to see that you the United States, uh, if you don't know, is probably the safest country for aviation. Um we do not really have many accidents. It's unheard of. We haven't had a crash in a very long time, years. I forget how many years, but it's it's been a very long time since we've had a, like a domestic airline crash. Um so flying in the United States is pretty safe especially you know speaking in relative terms to other means of transportation this is pretty crazy he got sucked into the engine um yeah yeah intense very crazy up uh, next this one is very frustrating um bob it, one of these days we'll have to take a trip out to africa either kenya tanzania south africa and, and do one of these safaris but this is there's a video uh circulating around the internet this new york this is from the New York Times that a uh, bunch of Land Rovers, four by fours are in the safari and or the Savannah. They're following this, these two cheetahs. These two cheetahs take a kill or make a kill. And all you see is about 50 different four by fours swarming these two cheetahs and their kill. And they're probably what, 30 feet away from it? And yeah. it, it happens yeah. within seconds. Like the animals isn't even dead yet and they're already swarming it. Yeah. This is a this is the perfect example of over tourism as as you know as a global Absolutely. problem. Because it's now infiltrated the savanna of Africa. So even that is now dealing with over tourism. Um that was sort of one of the last frontiers for tourists and used to be an obscure place. People really had to be adventurous to go there. Now people from all over the world are doing it pretty normally. So it's pretty unbelievable. You have the cheetahs themselves that are used to it. So the cheetahs are unfazed. 
seeing these cars out there. It's it's a normal everyday thing for them. They take down this antelope and then are completely surrounded and again still are unfazed. They just go about their day eating the eating eating the antelope um just with a grandstand of of spectators. It's pretty it's sad. All jockeying it's sad. for a better you know I don't yeah. but it's such a weird dynamic because because like we want to be part of that. I would love to see a cheetah take down an antelope. So I want to do that myself but at the same time it's just sort of disheartening because um you're not really there is no such thing as an authentic experience anymore in the world of travel is there because if people are going there and infiltrating it and sort of changing the dynamic of the thing you're going to see just by simply being there and spectating it is mm-hmm. it still natural yeah. um that's yeah, a it's an important question and i think we in some of our travel around tables, we we try to hit on that, especially with the social media killing travel. Um, yeah, but I don't think this can... this seems to me that like auth- authenticity is coming is almost becoming synonymous with intimacy, like and solitude. Having the place, being there, essentially by yourself, is the only way that it feels authentic anymore, and basically un unaltered by tourists mm-hmm. yeah i don't uh, and it's only going to get worse because more people from the united states will travel china uh with the, the the development of their middle class they're traveling more and more they're actually a huge there's a huge travel population now coming out of china which just like a decade ago didn't really exist um so yeah it's, it's just gonna get worse i think if you go anywhere like so from the mona lisa to the savannah of africa if you're traveling there, assume other people are too. And I don't think you can, I think, I think it's ill-advised to expect that you're going to experience these things alone or with small crowds. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yep. This one is, it's a little bit of a goofy oddball one. Um, Michael Bay has been charged with killing a pigeon in Italy during the shoot of Six Underground in 2018. And Michael Bay himself claims to be a very pro uh, animal safety and protection of animals, especially with filming. And so there was a claim to be a video or a photo taken during the production of Six Underground, where a dolly accidentally ran over a pigeon and killed yeah. it. Yeah, he's denying it. Um, they even offered him a deal to settle, and he refused. So he wants to, I guess, go to court over this. He's pretty certain that he did not, in fact, kill a pigeon. It's interesting that pigeons are protected in Italy, which is... It I is like, very... Do they I feel like they're like protection? Rats. Right. They thrive on urban populations. Like they're, yeah, exactly like rats. Like there are certain animals that do very well in urban population, in urban centers, rats, um, pigeons, cockroaches. Yep. So here, yep. here's, here's a trivia question. Where in the world uh, is the largest and most thriving peregrine falcon population? New York City. Yeah. You already knew that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where is the most... Uh, uh, well-maintained and thriving leopard population um uh, mumbai yeah i think it's mumbai yeah is it actually <laughs> it's 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 uh what's the other big cities in india there's calcutta delhi uh, new delhi i think my, maybe it's new delhi i forget which one um okay. planet earth too they had a whole 
episode on oh yeah, yeah animals yeah. that's and, probably yeah. where i know those from <laughs> yeah <laughs> i watched that okay um what's up next uh southwest is under investigation and faced some backlash by the u.s department of transportation over just an absurd amount of canceled flights across the country so i and i still really couldn't figure out why i know shareholders are filing a lawsuit against the company but something somehow somewhere within the southwest organization they messed up um so over the course of the month uh 2800 flights were canceled um i'm sorry no of the 2800 flights canceled in the US earlier this month 2500 were southwest flights yeah and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense so this happened um actually in december and like oh, the okay. the end of december right between christmas and new years and they canceled more than 70% of its flights on monday and 60% on tuesday and other major airlines, American, United, Delta, JetBlue, only suffered cancellations between zero and two percent. Yeah, and I think originally, I don't know if you remember, but right around Christmas time, we had massive uh, storms across the country um, that were causing cancels it cancels cancellations around a critical time for travel. Um, but again, like this was sort of an anomaly because although lots of flights of across the country getting canceled not to this degree um, yeah and so something and that, else is here. that was actually the saturday and the sunday mm -hmm. and that was only 20 percent, and that was across all airlines mm -hmm. yeah, primarily so around the new york region buffalo they are under they I, they're facing the lawsuit and i believe they're still investigating that investigating the reason um and sort of the caveat into the next one uh earlier this month the the faa had a glitch within their computer programming that essentially caused all flights within the entire country to be grounded. So at 3 p.m. the day of the day this happened, and I don't have the actual date here, uh, 4,900 4, flights were canceled within the United States or delayed. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure why. And then by the afternoon, they were back up. Yeah, that would that was uh the eleventh. Okay, so it's something with the backup computer system. There was a glitch, and it caused them all to be grounded. the The biggest amount of grounded flights since nine eleven, which is pretty significant. Yeah, and it looked like it lasted about half a day. Yeah, I don't actually have a, a, a actual time frame of the yeah. outage, but everyone was just stuck in an airport for a little bit. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. Doesn't happen often. No. Uh, continuing on the airliners. Uh, this is, if you are planning to take a trip to Mexico, rethink it now. Um, with the arrest of Chapo's, El Chapo's son, the, is it the Sinaloa cartel? Yeah. They are re taking revenge pretty much all over the country and concentrating it in the Sinaloa region. And they are shooting at airplanes. They're at the airport. They're just doing whatever they can, wherever they can. And it is out of control. Yeah. Yeah, Mexico seems to be going through this. There's been a significant upbeat, I think, in cartel activity. And I don't want to, like, say don't go to Mexico. Mexico is scary. Mexico has crime because it comes back to like the thing where 
you have to worry about crime everywhere you go pretty much um but personally if we're gonna offer personal opinions i would rethink it i would probably look somewhere else for the time being over mexico um there's plenty of places in the region that offer similar environments and similar things to do where you can get similar experiences with the, the temperature and the water and the fish and the drinks and <laughs> everything else you get in mexico so i don't know it's it's off-putting let's put it that way yeah i agree with that um we have a lot of bad news today huh so yeah i, I think it's one, actually all bad news so is it all bad we have no yeah. good news Jeez, no who wrote this <laughs> uh all right so the next one is a pretty big deal um there was a big plane crash in nepal 68 people were killed and um it, it's it's the worst plane crash in 30 years but what was really fascinating about this were the the videos that came out um i watched a video of someone actually on the plane recording and then there were videos of people on rooftops and you could see the plane actually crash into the ground. Um, so it looked like it took off and just didn't make it very far. Uh, I, I believe it's still under investigation. They're probably still going through the rubble. I think this was um, – this this happened the third week of January. And so, yeah, they're still figuring it out. The individuals on the plane, most were from Nepal, but there were people from Australia, Argentina, France, and Ireland. And so scary. Very. Super scary. Yeah. 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 It's always unfortunate when that happens. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, um, significantly uh, less of an issue. Um, but I yeah, in light of everything else one. that happened. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it still hits, it still hits hard for me because it's kind of nostalgic. I don't know if you played the Pokemon series when you were a kid. I did. Um, but that was these were the, what I grew up with. So U.S. Customs destroyed an almost perfect sealed and graded version of Pokemon Yellow. And the cartridge itself is fine, but the value, which could have been upwards of 30000 is no longer there. Which is... I'm, I'm assuming you can sue U.S. Customs for this. I mean, to have something that was worth $30,000 and they destroy it, I someone should be held accountable for that, right? And and I was reading about it and they still don't fully know why. It, it seems as though, or maybe the US Customs did come out and say that they were looking for drugs or something illegal of some kind in the case, but they broke the acrylic case, they ripped the seal, opened the box and saw the game. The game is fine. Um, yeah, I, I that's that's you can't do that, right? I, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out from a legal yeah, perspective. It is, yeah. I don't I don't know how often the U.S. Customs gets sued for stuff like that, but there's plenty of stuff uh, that we see where people get creative by like st sticking guns in peanut butter jars. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, so, drugs is a big one. The the yeah. myth is that the dogs can't smell the drugs over the peanut butter. So if you put it yeah. in peanut butter, they'll you, you kind of yeah, it, you interfere with their ability to sniff it out, but yeah. Well, that That'd wraps up our travel bites for the month. Yeah. All right. Um up 
up this month, we have Brian, and we're going to be talking about traveling for enlightenment during the 1960s. Quote, unquote, enlightenment in the 1960s. You can sort of see where that that one's going. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, If you want to help support the show in a non-financial way, it's simply by just liking our posts or sharing the page or subscribing to the channel or giving us a review. If you do want to help us out with uh, in a financial way and help support the programs we use, you can do so by clicking the link in either the show notes or our Instagram page to buy us a coffee. It does go a long way and we really do appreciate it. Um, Regardless, we appreciate you listening to the show. So stay safe, stay healthy and tune in next week.